Welcome to In Bed with Lisa. I'm Lisa Welsh and I teach you how to have more fun in bed, even if you're super busy, feel totally embarrassed or have been faking orgasms for years. It's not rocket science and you are not broken. Keep listening to learn how. Hi, welcome to episode 11. Today we're asking, what the heck is impact play? So maybe you've dabbled in a little spanking from time to time, or you've got a cute little leather whip that you've just picked up from some kind of bachelorette. Maybe you're curious, like, what the heck is all the fuss about spanking? And you just want to know why anybody would want to spank someone or be spanked. Maybe you'd like to get in on that action too. Well, good, because this episode is going to give you those answers. So I spent last Saturday at a spanking workshop run by Miss Kitten, who is a dominatrix based in Cape Town. And I actually managed to persuade Gavin to join me, even though he was a little reluctant, especially when it got to, you know, the hippie stuff like synchronizing our breathing and gazing into each other's eyes. But once we got past that, we actually had a great time hitting each other with a load of stuff and we learned a lot. So we walked away with very warm bums and smiles on our faces. So today I want to give you a beginner's guide to impact play because the biggest thing I learned at that workshop is I've still got so much to learn. So this is going to include spanking. I want you to see like I did that there's so much more to impact play than just giving your lover a whack. And that this can be a gateway to deep intimacy and super heightened sensation. So what is impact play? It's a form of consensual play, sexual play, where someone receives some sort of physical impact. Okay, that's broad. That's a very broad term. So this can include things like spanking, flogging, whipping, caning, and more. It can even go into like punching and slapping. But I'll explain the terms in just a second. Play can vary widely in intensity. So it can be kind of light taps, you know, kind of tickles to strikes that cause deep tissue bruising and even draw blood. So we are going to focus on the less intense kinds of impact play today. So it does sound a bit intimidating, right? And that can be part of the fun, but it is important to understand the risks involved. So even if you just feel like putting your partner over your knee and tanning their behind... (laughs) So today, what I'm going to do is guide you through why anyone would want to try impact play. Okay, so we're going to look at the pleasure stuff. And then we're also going to look at the pain stuff and how to reduce risk. And only then I'm going to tell you how to play. So if someone ever asks you, what the heck is impact play? You're going to be like, hey, I know all the things. So we're going to call the person in this episode, the person receiving the impact is the bottom Okay, or you might also consider them the sub and the person giving the impact, we're going to call them the top or like the dom. Okay, but we're going to call bottom and top. So are you ready? Let's get stuck in. (laughs) So one question you might be wondering is, is it fun? (laughs) I'm going to tell you, oh, yes. But of course, this is very subjective. There's loads of different reasons that people enjoy impact play. It can be because it's exciting, like a break from the norm, getting out of the rut, you know, the missionary kind of going through the motions. And it does feel kind of naughty and that can be appealing. 
For the bottom, being spanked can help them get out of their head because trust me, it's hard to worry about your to-do list when you know that you're about to get a spank any second now. Being spanked also releases endorphins, right? So if you're being struck on your bum, your thighs or other safe erogenous zones that I'll tell you about in a minute, it's really stimulating to your nerve receptors and it can actually trigger happy endorphins and dopamine release. Receiving impact also heightens your sensation. So you will be focusing so much on the strike and the pain or the warmth that comes from that. But you're also just going to be hyper aware before it happens, after it happens. It just means you're going to be really noticing all of the sensation in your body. So that means, yes, the sting is going to be heightened, but so will your pleasure. Receiving impacts can also be a psychological release, and this can actually be intensified by adding some role play. So you can imagine like teacher and student, parent and child, you know, like the whole sorry daddy kind of thing, a nun in a monastery. So like what storylines are you drawn to? Like let yourself go down that road and explore it. And you don't even need to understand why, you know, you don't need to psychologically break it down and work out why am I drawn to being a kitten that's being chased by an eagle? Okay, that's a bit of a wild one. But you know what I'm saying? Just let yourself explore it. It can also be fun to feel the afterburn or the sting and to see the marks on your body if you've chosen to allow mark making. It can be a sexy reminder of what you got up to last night. You know, you're the only one in the office on a Monday morning who's like, oh, when you sit down, you feel a bit of a, oh, <laughs> The power exchange can also be great fun. It can be a chance to mix things up in a relationship and it can be very gratifying if there's a person who tends to be in charge in their life or in their family to allow themselves to be dominated or controlled. So that's like, for example, in a typical family scenario, you have the man who's maybe the breadwinner in charge of all the things everybody relies on him can be really such a release to allow themselves to be the bottom and to be smacked, right? <laughs> it can also be used as a kind of discipline where the top dishes out punishment or punishment for breaking rules that have been set in advance. And this can be a chance to have fun for the bottom, being bratty and breaking the rules on purpose. That is a side of me that really comes out when I'm the bottom in these kind of impact play scenarios. I'm like, I'm naughty and cheeky and I want to be hit a little. It's kind of weird. Like I wouldn't have really known that that's what I would be like, but there you go. The bottom might also find that it can be sexually arousing to experience pain. So maybe there's a little masochistic tendency there. And the top might find that dishing out smacks can be arousing for them too. So maybe they've got a slight sadistic streak. Some people enjoy both. So switch it up. Keep exploring. Don't put yourself in a box before you even start to try this. So you can see there are loads of different reasons why somebody might enjoy impact play. And what we're going to look at next, there are just as many different kinds of sensation that people enjoy. So there's loads of nuances of pain. And just because somebody enjoys being spanked, it doesn't mean they want to be punched or caned, right? So impact play includes many varied sensations. And pain is generally categorized in the impact play world as either stingy or thuddy. And sometimes people have a preference for one over the other. It can also cover a whole range of intensities, like I said, from like a light tickle to actual 
physical damage and um, deep tissue bruising. So be sure to start slow when you're learning what you like. The feeling of a very light little paddle is very different from a sharp caning. So let's talk about risk first, because you might be wondering if this is safe. So it's really important, first of all, to make sure that you're playing with a partner that you trust. So if you're with a long-term partner or hooking up for the first time, it's important that you have a conversation about consent first. And this is known as setting the scene. I want to say also that don't do impact play under the influence of alcohol or other substances because that can impact your decision making and your reaction to pain. So you might be doing some great damage and not notice because the alcohol is making it all fun and games. Of course, you need to check in with how both people are doing before you begin. And that is physically and psychologically. How is everybody feeling? Are there any areas to avoid? Are you feeling already overwhelmed? Then maybe it's sensible to not engage in impact play today. It's also great to agree on a simple feedback system with some safe words like traffic lights, green, orange, and red. So that in this situation, green means yes, I like it. Oh, green. Oh, green. Green, green, green. Orange is, hmm, I'm not sure. Maybe let's check in. Maybe move to a different spot, maybe try a different intensity. And red means stop immediately. When it comes to these safe words, it's important to make it a safe space for safe words, okay? So if the bottom says orange, the top should say thank you, like thank you for being honest. And if the bottom says red, the top shouldn't take it personally and be upset, right? It's okay to use the safe words. This is really important to make it safe because if you're a people pleaser like me, then you don't want to say red because you don't want to upset anyone or ruin the game, you know? But when it comes to impact play, you have to be, if you're big enough and ugly enough to play impact play, then you need to be strong enough to be able to actually stand up and say, okay, that's enough, okay? So there also needs to be boundaries and hard limits set. Are there absolutely, are there any absolutely no-go zones, right? Anywhere that is not okay to touch, not okay to impact. What about implements? What about levels? Maybe as you practice, you learn that, yes, level four, you know, you'll come up with like, okay, this is what a one out of 10 feels like, two out of 10, three out of 10, four out of 10. Maybe you'll say, okay, I can take up to a four out of 10 today or a five out of 10, okay? Be clear about that. And if you haven't come to those boundaries yet, if you haven't learned those boundaries, then go slowly and, and discover that, discuss it between you. It's also important to understand the physical risk of impact play and knowing where to strike. So we have the bum, the inner thighs and the front of the legs and they have the most protective fat and muscle with no organs lurking beneath them. So they're usually a good place to start. But do be aware of the nerves that run on the outside of the thighs, especially when you're using an implement that might wrap around the leg like a whip. The calves can also feel good for some people as can the soles of the feet. Striking the soles of the feet is a form of punishment known as bastinado. It was actually a form of torture and it can feel incredibly intense. So as a rule of thumb, you're going to try the fleshy fatty bits like the bum and the inner thighs. They're considered the safest, but 
As Miss Kitten taught on Saturday at the workshop, don't go above the butt crack and avoid the coccyx. The spine is also a no-go zone, as well as the lower back where the kidneys are. The next thing of understanding the physical risk is knowing your implement, knowing what you are striking with. So I already mentioned that each implement delivers a different sensation. These can be considered thuddy or stingy, right? And people tend to have a preference. So stingy stuff hurts the skin more. Think cane. Thuddy stuff hurts deeper tissues more. So whatever you're doing, start small and go slow right? Because some tools are going to leave the bottom with a warm glow and some could potentially draw blood. So when you're trying out a new tool or even the first time you're using your hand, it's a great idea to practice on a pillow first and this will help you feel the kind of force that you can use. And I would also recommend that you receive impact with the tool that you're going to use so that you can understand what kind of thing you're dishing out, right? And if you're new to impact play, don't even think about using a cane that takes real practice in order to use it responsibly. The next thing is psychological safety. It's important to check in before play and throughout play with your feedback system. And it's also important to check in again afterwards. And this is known as aftercare. Checking in is essential to make sure that both parties still feel good and secure. So you can check in immediately after play, maybe after a few hours and also the next day. So does the bottom need some ice on their wounds or a cuddle or chocolate? And how about the top? They need love too. They're holding a space which carries a lot of responsibility and sometimes for the top, seeing the marks that they've made on their lover can be quite shocking. Checking in will also help you to improve play next time, and that will only heighten the pleasure. So now that we've covered all of that important stuff, are you ready to talk about how to get started with impact play? So we're going to start off with spanking. So number one, sober, sane mind. Number two, consent conversation. Number three, discuss how you'd like the spanking to go. And make sure you've got everything you need to hand. Do you need some cushions? Do you need some latex gloves? Pro tip, latex gloves can actually help your hand so your hand doesn't sting. Then choose a, a spanking position. So are you going to put the bottom over your lap, over a desk, against a wall? Use your imagination. Next, step five is to start with gently rubbing the area that you're going to strike and encourage your bottom to start using the feedback system straight away, okay? So you're rubbing the area, they're going to say green, okay? And then you're going to start with some nice light impact, checking how you go. Check how they feel. Check how they're breathing. Check if it feels sexy. Mm, if you're enjoying it, see if you can find that Goldilocks level of intensity that feels just right, then you're going to gradually increase the intensity and watch their body language and their skin's reaction. Are they pulling away? Has their breathing changed? Are they making sound? Are they crying? Do they want to continue? Are they saying orange? Are they saying green? As you are using impact, you need to be reading all of these things. Step nine is to vary the area so that you're not just spanking one spot over and over again. And check in the whole time. 
add strokes and caresses and finally finish up with aftercare and look after each other. So that is like a basic scene for spanking. Are you curious about trying a toy? Well, you can add extra sensory fun with spanking and impact implements. Start small with things you have at home, like a wooden spoon, a hairbrush, a rolled up newspaper, or advanced level, a belt. <laughs> Perhaps you could fold the belt in half and make yourself a little bit of a, of a paddle. But if you're enjoying the variety of sensation, then you can invest in a specialized impact toy. So you have a paddle, which is great for beginners. They have a flat edge that makes flat contact with the skin. These are good because they're easy to control and use, and they, you can get them in all different kinds of materials, so that gives you a wealth of sensation. Floggers are those things with a handle with loads of different stringy material attached to the end. They're often in leather or well, so many different things. And they're also pretty easy to use. Maybe you need to practice on a pillow a little. You can actually use two-handed, so you're flogging with both hands. And the thing with floggers is they, they stimulate multiple parts of the body at once. Soft flogging can feel like a caress, like all of these loving fingertips gliding over your skin. And... Floggers can also be much more intense and you can intersperse the soft and the, the stronger strikes and it can give you a really wonderful sensation. Then we have a whip. Now, a whip, although it's the one that we often use the word, like I'm going to whip you into shape, this is incredibly intense and painful. So a whip is that long strand of material and it's hard to use it in a controlled way. Although they make that wonderful sound as they go through the air, whew, they can wrap around the body and draw blood. I can feel the hairs on my arms standing up. So they can cause a lot of damage if they land in a vulnerable place. They are not recommended for beginners. Caning. I've already said this, but I really suggest proper training before you try to wield a, a cane. I saw firsthand how it feels to have a cane in your hand on Saturday and it feels very powerful, but it's so wobbly. And as I used a cane to whip a cushion, I realized that I found it hard to know exactly where that was going to land. And Miss Kitten actually recommended putting a little chalk on your cane and whipping a cushion just so you can practice seeing where the cane lands. And until you can land it exactly where you intend to land it, you're not ready to use it on a person. The pain can feel very sharp and very stingy and it can break the skin. Don't you think it's crazy that this was the weapon of choice for many teachers? <laughs> Canes are loved because they make such a profound mark and they can trigger massive endorphins. So you might be wondering if you can use impact play as a solo lover, right? If you're alone, can you try impact play? Of course. Just grab some props and practice striking your back or your legs. It might take some tweaking to get the angles right, but it can be great fun. So there you have it. That is what the heck impact play is. We discussed the pleasure aspect, why anyone would want to try it, the pain, the risks, and the how-to. If you're curious about introducing impact play to your boudoir, 
start slow, keep an open mind and explore what feels good. Who knows what kind of pleasure you might unleash. <laughs> Let me know, did you learn something new here today? What was your biggest takeaway? Share into your Instagram stories and tag me and I will reshare. And don't forget to subscribe, rate and review if you enjoyed this podcast to help me get this message out there. Thanks again and I'll see you next week. This episode was sponsored by My Sexual Health, the ultimate online destination for evidence-based and shame-free sexual health education and services. They have a team of credible sexual health providers, a shop of curated sexual health products, sexology courses and more. But what I want to tell you is the free webinar that they host every single month focusing on a specific sexual health topic with experts from around the world answering the burning questions you're too shy to ask. Sign up for their free newsletter to learn more about these webinars at mysexualhealth.coza. The link is in the show notes. Would you like a sexy shot of inspiration and actionable tips to help you have more fun in bed in your inbox every single week? Then you'd better get on my email list. Sign up to receive my free four-part video series called Unlock Your Pleasure. It's been known to get people experiencing off-the-charts pleasure and mind-blowing orgasms. So get onto that. The link is in the show notes and I'll see you in your inbox. No.